the physiologic changes of the obese patient. Airway. The obese patient can be difficult to mask ventilate due to an increased redundant tissue around the mouth, large tongues, increased incidence of obstructive sleep apnea, and large neck circumferences. Therefore, we use an OPA and have an extra anesthesia provider present for two-handed mask ventilation if necessary. They can be potentially difficult to intubate due to fleshy cheeks, reduced mouth opening, potentially high anterior larynx, and excessive fat pads that might reduce neck extensions. Should always have airway adjuncts available such as glide scope, bougie, fiber optic, and short blade handles. These patients will need to be ramped to align airway axes and pre-oxygenated for a full five minutes due to rapid desaturation during apnea times. Reverse Trendelenburg position also relieves the pressure on the abdomen and the diaphragm to allow for more complete pre-oxygenation. Respiration changes. Adipose tissue itself is metabolically active. Therefore, obese patients have an increased oxygen consumption and increased CO2 production, causing them uh, to need an increased minute ventilation. They compensate for this uh, with rapid, shallow breathing. Due to the cephalad displacement of the diaphragm from excessive abdominal fat and the increased mass load on the chest wall, there can be restrictive respiratory patterns leading to a relatively non-compliant lung and reduced chest wall expansion. These patients benefit from increased head of bed angle or reverse Nordellenberg position, position during induction and emergence to offload this abdominal pressure. Obese patients have reduced functional residual capacity due to their increased, due to a decreased expiratory reserve volume, but they have an unchanged closing capacity that falls within or exceeds their FRC. Distal airway closure can occur during normal tidal volume ventilation that worsens when supine and can predispose the patient to atelectasis. VQ mismatch, pulmonary shunt, hypercarbia, and hypoxia occur. Furthermore, obese patients require thorough pre-oxygenation for at least five minutes prior to airway instrumentation because they desaturate rapidly with apnea times. <laughs> the cardiovascular changes of the obese patient. Excessive adipose tissue requires increased angiogenesis of blood vessels, leading to a higher blood and plasma volume. Increased cardiac output, specifically about 0.1 liters per minute per kg of adipose tissue. <clears throat> Hypertension is a common finding in obese patients during uh, furthering increased left ventricular strain and left ventricular hypertrophy. It is important to assess hypertension preoperatively with cardiac diagnostic studies and to optimize this comorbidity if possible. These patients are also at risk for obstructive sleep apnea, which can lead to hypoxic pulmonary vasoconstriction, increasing pulmonary hypertension, and leading to potential right ventricular heart strain, right ventricular heart failure, and possibly core pulmonale. The increased abdominal mass leads to cephalad displacement of the stomach, leading to a delayed gastric emptying, increased gastric pressure, <clears throat> and increased gastric volumes. Obese patients are at a higher risk for Mendelssohn syndrome when the gastric pH is less than 2.5 and the volume is greater than 25. What do you need? Making them have an increased risk of aspiration pneumonitis. Assess for GERD, pre-medicate, 
uh, and provide aspiration prophylaxis. What do you need, Kate? You got it? Pharmacokinetic and pharmacodynamic changes in the obese patient. Inhalation anesthetics. There's no change in MAC, but desflurane might be a good choice as a volatile agent due to its low solubility coefficient and faster emergence. It is important to know which IV medications are dosed based on ideal body weight, lean body weight, and total body weight because of the altered pharmacokinetic profile of their excessive uh, adipose tissue. For example, propofol for induction is based on ideal body weight or lean body weight, while maintenance is based on total body weight. Succinylcholine is based on total body weight, while all other uh, non-depolarizing neuromuscular blocking agents are based on ideal body weight. One should be careful with uh, sedatives and opioids due to the right shift to the CO2 response curve, uh, making them more prone to respiratory depression. Local anesthetics use in the obese patient. The increased abdominal mass causes increased pressures on the vertebral column, leading to potential for more cephalide spread of local anesthetics with neuraxial technique. Therefore, these patients require dose-dependent decreases. Increased volume of distribution of both lipophilic and hydrophilic medications occurs.